Well, hello. Today on the podcast, I am tackling a topic that I know is discussed a lot around imposter syndrome. And I want to talk to you about the three core fears that I feel might be holding you back from growing your business. But we are going to do it in a much different way. I'm going to ask you to write some stuff down, go through some things. So if you have time or if you have a journal, this is a great one just to take space and take time with this one, because I feel like it's a real game changer and will really help you move through some of these fears so that you can kick some serious goals. All right, let's get going to the episode. Bye. There's one thing that I know is true. Never dim your light. Shine it so freaking bright because you, my gorgeous soul, are unique. Your story is unique. Your passion is unique. Your business is unique and your brand is unique. So right here on the Magnetic Brand Builders podcast, I want to ensure that you never dim your light and you will always shine it bright. I'm here to bring you conversations, ideas and inspirations around building a magnetic brand which creates connection and trust within your community. Hey, look, I have a no bullshit approach to helping you own your story, which is your superpower. Showing up with confidence on camera and being more awesome than you already are for the people that you are trying to connect with, that's what I'm about. I have over 17 years of brand, marketing and business experience, so I'm here for the long haul, here to help you build a solid foundation for your freaking amazing brand. So hang on tight. We are going to learn some sensational stuff here at the Magnetic Brand Builders Podcast. Well, hello, hello, my gorgeous soul. I am Kristen Werner, the host of the Magnetic Brand Builders Podcast. And today I am actually doing a take three because I've started this three times and it just wasn't right for me. So I thought I'm going to start it again. So welcome to the Monday Munchies, where today I am discussing a topic that I am really freaking passionate about and one that you may have heard across many different platforms, but one that I think it's important to talk about because it's a topic that just keeps coming up and it's a topic that keeps us stuck. And I don't want you to be stuck because there's nothing fun about sitting back and your mind is like, I could do all these things, but then it just doesn't happen. Right. And so for me today on the podcast, I really want to discuss with you what I feel the three core fears are that might be holding you back from growing your business online. So I'm a marketing and branding expert, and I really work with entrepreneurs, with women, with mothers to break past that barrier of fear, which is usually around your personal brand, showing up online, having the confidence to do the damn thing. And I know, I know that it's hard. I am not for a second sitting here in front of my computer, recording a podcast, telling you this is easy. However, what I am going to say, and I'm going to be really, really, really honest here, because that's what you get when you hang out with me, is you got to do it right? Like if you are passionate and if you want to do the damn thing and you want to grow this business and you have a vision and you want to make it happen, you are going to have to show up. Like all bullshit aside, sorry for the swearing, that's going to happen occasionally on my podcast, but all BS aside, we are living in a day in an age where we are so incredibly lucky that where we can market our business on a free platform, on social media, to build excitement, to generate information. Like back in the day when I used to work in my corporate career, I worked there for 10 years and I was working with million dollar marketing budgets because that was the only way that we could get our message seen and heard is to spend the big buckaroonies on actually getting on TV, on radio, on getting the right kind of PR and making sure that the company's branding and motto and everything like that 
was clear for the world to see on a platform that was definitely not free. So things have changed. And right now to build a small business, certainly you have the ability to try things, to mess up, to fall over, to fail, to try, to retry. And I know that's easier said than done. And that's why I wanted to create the podcast today, because I wanted to talk to you about those moments that feel really hard, but I don't want them to feel hard because I want you to take imperfect action. Like here in the Readypreneur community is all about taking imperfect action. And that is the story of my freaking life, right? Because I think there is so much power in falling over, learning a lesson, getting up and continuing to keep going. And since I have continued down my journey, I have actually found out that uh, in human design, if you are across human design, amazing. If you're not, get around it. I've talked about it a few times and I will have a human design, uh, wonderful mentor and coach on the podcast very, very soon. But for right now, I am a manifesting generator, right? And now I know this about myself I am just so, like, it makes so much sense. Basically, a manifesting generator, we move really fast. Like, we were put on this planet to do a million things at one time, but we were also put on this planet to break stuff, to fail, to fall over, to just go down a rabbit hole, learn all the things, that didn't work for me, that didn't work for me, break that, that didn't work, oh, I failed that, I failed that, that's okay, I found a new, easy, simple way. Here you go, world. That is our purpose. And that is why I'm so excited that I can now bring that to you within the Readypreneur community, which is part of a membership that I have just launched, which again, podcast for another day. But for right now, I think what I, I just want to go back to that three core fears that I feel may be holding you back. And I want to know if, if you feel any of these, because if you do, what I really would love you to do is go to the show notes or go to at the readypreneur, click a follow or head to TikTok at Kristen Winner Coach and follow along there because I'm, I'm hoping to drop daily tips, daily tricks, daily, all the things, love you up in terms of giving you some useful. And obviously on the podcast, first and foremost, if you want to subscribe, that would be amazing. If you can leave a review, that would blow my mind because, um, it's really wonderful if you could like just basically I hear it on all podcasts that I listen to and I do go and review them and I know it takes time and I, I appreciate and I am grateful for the time that you would take to write me a review so share it with your friends do all the things that's it right but let's get back to you because this podcast is not about me it is about you and giving you actionable tools to just help you grow your brand online. So the three core fears that I feel might be holding you back right now in growing your brand online and your business online. And this is around the imposter syndrome and, you know, the challenges that we have as mothers, as women, as um, entrepreneurs online and being vulnerable in that space. And I think the biggest fear for me that is holding most people back is the fear of failure. And you know what? We hear it time and time again. And you might be listening to this being like, yeah, cool, Kristen. I've heard this like heaps of times. Can we like discover something else? No, because clearly if we're hearing it again, we're still not moving past it. And that's okay. But let's look at it at a different kind of let's let's take a different point of view or, or I hope that I, I can share something different with you. So what I would love you to do is if you are somewhere that you can grab a journal or a piece of paper or your phone or whatever it may be, actually, no, don't do your phone because this one could end in you throwing it away and that's not ideal. So what I'd love you to do, get a piece of paper. It can be any piece of paper. It can be preferably not the most beautiful piece of paper, just something in the um, recycling box, right? And on that piece of paper, I just want you to write at the very top, I am so fucking scared of dot, dot, dot. 
obviously the dot, dot, dots you are going to fill in. And I don't want you to write like spiders or the dark or scary movies. I want you to write, what are you so scared of? Like right now it is just you. I mean, I'm in your ears, but right now, or when you do this, this is just you and a piece of paper, right? And take that time to sit in what that fear is. Like, I don't want you to sit in it so much that it makes you truly uncomfortable, but I need you to feel uncomfortable in order to get some comfort, right? And so what is it that you fear the most when it comes to failure, if you want to put that in inverted commas, and when it comes to growing your business online, when it comes to showing up, when it comes to doing the big, bold, bad things, what is it that you fear and most? Fear the most, sorry. And I want you to write it down and I want you to see it there clear as day. And then I want you to read it out loud to yourself. And when you read it out loud to yourself, I want you to allow yourself to kind of be in it and listen to it and then stop and think, okay, what would happen if my best friend said to me, this is what she feared? What would I say to her? And I want you to think about what you would say to her and then try and think how that could be said back to you. How could you look yourself in the mirror and say that to yourself in the morning? The the nurturing words, the yes, you can do it. The that's understandable. I, I, I can see that that would make you fearful, but it's going to be okay because. Okay. Because that fear of failure is often embarrassment. It comes from like a childhood memory that, you know, you may have failed some moment in your life and you were embarrassed or you felt shame or there was something around that failure that made you feel something like I want to know on that piece of paper. I mean, I don't want to know. I want you to know when you write down that piece of paper, what that feeling of failure is for you, because I need you to reframe this experience. Okay. Because the biggest thing is, and I know you, you may have heard this before you may not have. So go with me here. But the most important thing I think is I never see failure. I, f- I see learnings that didn't come out right. <laughs> I don't see failure. I see a learning. And that might be like so cliche, put it on a card, Kristen. But the reason that I say that is because in my life, my childhood memories are around dyslexia. I, I have dyslexia. It's certainly better now. It's something that I've worked with. It's certainly not something that slows me down much anymore. But as a child, and certainly in my schooling days, it really, really rocked me. Because no matter what I did, I always got a book back full of red pen. Wrong, 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 wrong. And, you know, mum and I, the amount of arguments, bless my mother, she's just such the most beautiful, wonderful woman. But the amount of crying arguments we had, because every time I asked her to correct something or look at my work, she would rip it to shreds and not in a way that was mean or nasty or anything like that, but in a way that was trying to be helpful. But to me, that just said, you are stupid. Why can't you get this? This is so wrong. Why is everything wrong? And that has obviously impacted me throughout my life. However, what it has done now and what I now know from what I do and what I've learned and what I've the, the, the way that I've reframed that failure is like, you know what? Nothing happened. Like it was totally shit at the time and I felt really bad, but I was able to look at it like, you know what? Nothing happened to me. What did happen to me is I learned some stuff. I got better. I actually trained myself to be better, to put on this coat of armor that protected myself from those moments that I knew I could get into failure. And if I was heading down that failure road, I was like, okay, we're either going to fall over, 
skin our knees, get back up, dust ourselves off and go. And the way and the reason that did help me, and I, I would ask you if this is the same or to put this into some kind of perspective, is for me, that's why I think I enjoy sport so much. That's why I think I enjoy being part of a team because that's where I shine is when I am the leader in a team or when I'm trying to bring a team together, collaborate, you know, cheer them on, be the, be the cheerleader basically. But you can do this. That, that's, that's my highlight, right? So I've got my, my failure, that fear of failure of just you're stupid, you didn't do it, that, that's not good enough. But then there's this other side that is so much more powerful, that gives me so much energy that I just think out of every failure I've had, what's come of that is like, you know what, you can do this. And then the ability to be able to turn around to people and be like, that happened to me, but you've got this. Let's do this. So it's 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 really important to see if you can try and reframe what failure means to you and recognize why failure means something to you. I think that's really important too. And I, I know for me, that was really important is knowing that that fear of failure, certainly when I do things in business and certainly when I'm, I'm trying to do things online and create and do the fear of failure for me comes from, Oh, what if I stuff that up? And then the answer is like, Oh, nothing. I just try again. So please try and reframe that. So that's the first thing that I want you to do is get that piece of paper out and just sit with it for a minute. What is your biggest fear around failure? Identify that. And then move into, okay, where does that come from? And then there's also at the end of this, if you can identify that fear of failure and move through it, I'd like you to write on that piece of paper that your, your fear of failure and read it and be like, okay, I get this. Then I want you to rip it in little itty bitty shreds, tick, 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 rip it up and throw it in the bin. Forget it, move on and, and use it more of a learning because what's the worst thing that's going to happen to you if you fail? And that's kind of maybe what you could put into the balance of this right? So that's number one for me. Number two is around the fear of rejection. And this one is um, really about the the negative feedback and people not liking you and you not being kind of the it thing. And I think certainly with social media, this is a bit of a big game because, you know, if, if you're watching social media and you're getting stuck in somebody else's lane and you're watching them succeed, they've got seven figures in their business and each day they're getting like a 10 grand and I got 10 grand this month and 20 grand that month. And, you know, if you're watching that and it's just going over and over and over and over. And that's all of that you are consuming while you are trying to grow your business and connect to your ideal audience. If that is all you're watching, then there is going to be this fear of rejection around my stuff isn't good enough. Nobody's going to want me. I'm not going to be able to get that deal. I'm not going to be able to propose that. I'm not going to be able to win that client because someone else will. So, is that, so then you get to a point where you don't actually step up and move into the space of putting an offer out there because you've already gone, well, I'm just going to fail. I'm not good enough. Someone else is doing this. I, there's no space for me. So for me, that fear of rejection, it's a really, really, really normal part of business. So don't for a second be like, my God, that sounds like me. Oh my gosh, I do that. That's, it's so normal. And as an entrepreneur and in this imposter syndrome space, it is the most normal feeling. I think, um, I know I've spoken to around entrepreneurs is, is we're such, um, powerful beings and we've got these great big visions and we're like storming, storming ahead. And from people that aren't entrepreneurs, look at us like, what the hell? Like you're just, you're in this, right? But then within ourselves, we're storming, storming, storming. But there's also this like little inner voice, the imposter syndrome that's like, that's got that fear of rejection. That's like, you're not, you might not be good enough. You just, I don't know. And so again, if you want to write it in the journal, you want to look at that same piece of paper, just go into at what point, 
Have you you been in that situation rejection? How did that feel for you? And again, we're going back to feelings because for me, if we can identify the feelings in these different um, uh, imposter syndrome kind of moments, if we can hit the the feelings and understand what they are and and why we feel them, then we're able to deconstruct it, pick it apart, and be like, oh. That's just a story that's in my head. And so, for example, again, I'll go back to myself. It's easy to talk about myself. Uh, also a manifesting generator gift. But I know from other entrepreneurs I've spoken to, this fear of rejection is, is so incredibly real. And so I want to just share with you a story of why I know <clears throat> certainly within certain businesses I've done, there's bigger fears of rejection in certain areas. Like for me, I have absolutely no fear of rejection. If I was to message a company or an influencer or something and be like, Hey, I love your stuff. I was wondering if we could do a podcast together. No fear. If I was to email one of my most favorite entrepreneurs that I would love to get on this podcast, I would have no fear in sending them a voice message, a DM on Instagram, just saying, Hey, love your stuff. Look, I'm kind of a small creator over here, but I'd love to have you on the podcast. No fear. Because at the end of the day, all they can say is no. And that's one thing that I, I know certainly mum and dad, but certainly my dad used to instill in us. Um, you know, even mum, actually, they both were on this path, which I'm hoping to instill in my kids, is at the end of the day, if you don't ask, you don't know. So if you ask and you ask nicely and kindly, people can always say no. And then you go, okay, cool. But if you don't ask, you don't know. So when it comes to you know, you're going to buy, I, I do this often and I'm sure it makes my husband cringe, although he's pretty good at it too. So, you know, um, you, you go and, and someone says, okay, well, I don't know, the, the TV's $2,000. You go, I mean, is it, is it $2,000? Or do you reckon it's like mm, $1,800? And they go, no, it's $2,000. Go, cool. Is it maybe $2,000, but we're going to get something else like that included? And they go, no. And you go, cool. Or they might go, oh, it's a bit cheeky, but yeah, fair enough. We'll include that. You just never know, right? So it's same when it comes to business. It's same when you do a, a quote or a proposal. And that's that's one thing that I've always been comfortable with is, is putting that part of myself out there. And, and, and the rejection side of it pff, doesn't really faze me. However, the part, my biggest fear of rejection is when it comes to, and if there's any graphic designers listening or anybody that's in a service-based business that works from the heart and soul and, and coaches, this would certainly probably possibly be something that you would feel. But when that fear of rejection comes to me, and this started way back from when I was at gra- in graphic design, when I was just starting out and someone would be like, you know, I want a logo. And you'd be like, okay, um, what am I, what am I going to charge? And you'd go through the process and you'd calculate how many hours. And then you'd put, you'd be like, I don't know what I'm really worth. So I, don't know, I might just be $20 for an hour, which is bullshit. If you are, and unlike I'm talking at the start, but anyway, it's a different story. But so you put some money to your hours worked, you know, full well, it's going to take you double the time you've put in that quote, but you're still like, oh, you know, I, I've got to win this. So you put this proposal together, you put this quote together and you're looking at it and you're like, wow, I hope that I hope that they they're going to pay this knowing full well you've already undercut yourself, right? And this is like I'm going back to me mm, 20 plus years ago when I first started my my online journey, right? Not, not my online journey, my business career as a graphic designer before I even got my corporate job. Right? And so there was this whole fear around I have to make it so cheap so that they want to work with me. And that was also 
that when I say fear around rejection, that's because I like to be liked. I'm a yes person. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I love to do that. Yeah, cool. Don't pay me. I'll just do that. Um, and that's something that I've certainly had to work a lot around, a lot, a lot, a lot. But back in the day, that's what I do, right? And so you'd make this quote that was super undervalued and you'd send it off and they'd come back and like, yeah, okay, but no, um, that's just too expensive. And you're like, oh, okay, um, well, I'll, I'll just, I could, um, look, I could make that happen for this much. And they go, yeah, okay. So you do the job and you're tracking your hours and all of a sudden you hit the hours that you've quoted for and you're like, oh no, I, I've just, I, I've not really even started And then they want like seven different mediation, seven different options. And all of a sudden you are just working for free. But my fear of rejection held me in that space of, I want the work so bad. I need them to say yes. So that proves to me that I'm good at what I do. That's bullshit. That just proves that I undervalued my worth and allowed somebody to tell me what I was worth. And so That is something that I have had to work on and that is around my fear of rejection and that negative feedback and that wanting to be loved. And if I don't get this job, then maybe people don't really like me. Well, that's, that's not the thing. And I think, um, you know, my, my next point will bring this in as well, but it is around the fact that at the end of the day, when it comes to business, it can't be personal. And, and for a graphic designer, I know for me as a graphic designer, it, I had to detach myself from the personal stuff because it's like being, an well, you're an artist, basically. If you're a good designer, if you're a good creative, you are basically an artist, which there is a lot of passion and a lot of love because you should be able to create, like we're trained as a graphic designer to understand color, movement, tone, you know, all the things. And that's why I moved into branding so quickly because I loved that part of it more than actually creating the design part of it. Um, But so, you know, that's where I was able to detach myself when I moved into branding and I was like, hang on a minute, this isn't at all about you don't like my work. This is the fact that it's not ticking the boxes of your business or your brand. And so that balanced out and helped me. So for you, if you're thinking about this right now, I just say go to that space of, you know, that fear of rejection. So what is it and where is it and why is it in your life that you fear rejection? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? And for me, I think the worst thing that would happen is someone would say, no, I don't like it. And for me, that translated in my head, I don't like you. And that was what I really had to work on is that fact of it's not personal. And so I, I'm just going to suggest that might be something you want to think about. And look, for me, quoting is one of the hardest, worst parts of my job um, and something that I have really had to and am still really working on is this money mindset. And, um, you know, in, and I think that comes back to, I mean, a lot of life stuff, probably as a kid, who knows, had a great life, bloody wonderful life. However, I'm sure there's stories in there, but I know a lot of it comes from around that not feeling worthy as a graphic designer. And, and there's a lot of communications in the creative space around designers and, and things like that, that people are quite happy to, tell you what you're worth. And now, you know, with Fiverr and all those, you know, Canva, I absolutely love, um, you know, your worth is even more devalued. And so, um, you know, that's a real personal experience. So I would really invite you to reflect on what experiences you've had and then trying to create a better story around that. So my better story is definitely that it's not personal. You know, and and once I was able to remove myself from that, it's not personal and this is my worth. And if you aren't willing to pay for it, that is totally cool because you can't afford it. That's cool. I find someone else. 
But that's a really big story to learn. So I would really invite you around that fear of rejection to look at that, because if you can get past that, it makes it a lot easier to do business. It makes it a lot easier to build your brand online. And that kind of follows into the next one, but it's a little bit different because I hear this a lot and I want to make it, um, uh, I want to ensure we touch on it because I think it's so important. And that is around the fear of judgment. And this is number three, the fear of judgment. So this is one that constantly in my one-on-one coachings and in my group work, I'll often say, you know, what's your biggest fear when showing up on camera and what stops you from doing videos and what stops you from creating TikToks, what stops you from creating Instagram reels. And the number one thing, number, number one is always, oh, I don't know what people, you know, I'm scared of what people say about me. And in that instant, very often I'll always be like, okay, cool. How will you know what people say about you? And they're like, oh, I don't don't know. And I'm like, right. So what you're doing in that moment is you're assuming that somebody is saying something about you. And they're like, yeah. And then I often go into, okay, well, why do you feel that way? Let's then dig down into what particular moment in your life, potentially, have you felt somebody judge you that you have held on to and kept with you that is stopping you from moving through this so that you can show up online? Because even if, even if you decide to post the video, on Instagram, on TikTok, right? And you post it out there and you have this fear of what will people say, right? Who cares? Like you need to get to that point where it doesn't matter because your bigger vision, your end goal is so much more important than what you've made up in your mind someone might think of you. But in order to get to that, you need to deconstruct this part of judgment because somewhere in your life, I guarantee you somewhere in your life, somebody has said something that you have, you know, it it might've been a simple passing comment or it might've been a moment. For example, I had a client that she's absolutely amazing. And we did some one-on-one coaching and we did this exact process. And she, that was her biggest fear is, is that someone was going to judge her. And I was like, okay, well who like, and she said, oh, I don't know. And we went down the process of, okay, well that's cool. If it comes to you, just let it out. And we went through our coaching session and all of a sudden she said to me, oh my gosh, I know exactly the moment. And I was like, sorry, what? I'm like, we'd moved on. And she said, no, I know the moment now is, is when I was when I went through uni, I went like I was the first in my family to go through uni. And so it was a really, really big deal. And I went through uni and I got incredible scores. So much so that when I got out of uni, I got this really, really great job opportunity. And so I was in there and I was um, like a PA to a director or someone within the company. And she said, I worked with this guy who just didn't really like me at all. And he just, he just was a bit, uh, you know, probably um, jealous or whatever, because they were kind of on a par with each other. But this particular girl, the guy, uh, her boss really valued her a lot higher, I think. Um, And certainly a lot, you know, seemed to value her a lot more. Anyway, she said, there was just this moment where I got um, something from the university and a piece of paper from the university. And it said that I had got into this particular like alumni and this was a key for 
so-and-so and it was quite, you know, it was quite a formal letter and it came through and it seemed really impressive. And I was really excited because nobody in my family had got this kind of thing with an alumni and I couldn't believe it. So she said, I took it into work the next day and I showed my boss and he was like, oh, that's, you know, well done. Congratulations. That's really cool. She didn't really know what this meant and didn't really understand it and hadn't really looked into it. And anyway, this other guy that had, um, you know, was a little bit jealous of her and obviously trying to throw off a little bit. He read it and he said, oh, yeah, that everybody gets that. That's just something that the university give out. And she was kind of like, you know, obviously deflated. And she said that only years later, I think, she found out from somebody that this particular alumni that she had got this letter from was a really big deal. And she had been chosen as one of however many to go into this particular alumni. And she if she had gone through with the process and, you know, gone through what the letter said and joined up and done all that, she would have been part of like quite an elite and I'm inverted commas um, group of people within the university. But she said she never looked into it because he immediately dismissed it and told her that it was something else. It wasn't really important. Everyone gets it. So she didn't even look into it. And so she said in that moment in our one-on-one that she now realizes that that was her moment of people telling her that she wasn't good enough and judging her and kind of and bringing her down from where she wanted to be and making sure that she kind of stayed small and knew that, you know what, you're not really as good as you think and you just need to sit there. And so that particular moment, like she said, that was, I don't know, I want to say 10 or more years ago, like when she finished uni and we're mid thirties now, but she said she had no idea that that moment in her life had kind of even happened until I allowed this conversation to come to light. Cause I said to her, it could be anything. Sometimes it's something someone says off the cuff, someone in the schoolyard, a parent, a cousin, a friend that might not even mean to be saying something. And that can stick with us forever. So I invite you right now, if you have a fear of being judged, like if you are listening to this, you're like, oh yeah, I do feel like that. I do feel like, you know, what are they going to say? First and foremost, I want you to stop because you have no idea what they're going to say. You can't control it. And you've made that narrative up in your head. Because I guarantee you, I hope that you are not going to post a TikTok or post a reel to your Instagram page or your TikTok page. Someone in your family, a loved one, a friend is not going to ring you and be like, hey, just wanted to let you know that was a shit video and you're terrible. Right? That's just not going to happen. I kind of hope that I'm guaranteeing you that your loved ones, even though they might not get this entrepreneurial journey you're on, they might be like, you know what? It's weird, but I love that for her. Or they're going to be like, oh, that's quite interesting. Not my thing. That's cool. Or they're going to be like, oh yeah, here she goes. Amazing. I love this. But if somebody is judging you, you don't know that. You can't control that. That is on them, not on you. And this was the exact story of that woman that my one-on-one coaching student client that was that was on him he had some kind of big shit going on in his life and he thought you know what I'm going to take you down this will be fun that's not okay but it happens and so what I am inviting you to do is dig a little deeper if you're like oh my gosh that's me I do have a fear of judgment I do have a fear of posting that I do have a fear of not wanting to show up please I invite you just to ask yourself is there a moment And it might not come to you now and it doesn't have to, but is there a moment where you're like, oh my gosh, yes, that happened. And that's why I feel like that. Because if there is, 
like I'm no counselor or bloody anything over here. I'm just someone that really passionately cares about you and your business and helping you shine online and bring your amazing powerhouse personality to the surface. But basically what I would love you to do is if you can pinpoint that moment, get it out, speak it out, say it out, video it out, write it out, get it out of you because that person does not have the right to live in your mind and tell you these stories. They can pack their bags and fuck off. Sorry, but they can. Because you are better than that. And that is where I feel that fear of judgment comes. And for me, I don't have that story. And I know from being a manifesting generator and talking to my coach around what that means is the way that our different sacrals and all those things happen is I don't have that direct line to, I think it's to my, my head or something, or there's something there that those parts, those, that, that particular bit isn't lit up in me, I suppose. So there's other areas, the emotional areas and stuff like that, that I'll hold things, but that isn't that, that fear of judgment isn't one. I haven't, um, not that I haven't been through that, but it's not something that holds me back where the, the, certainly the fear of rejection, that's a big one because I'm quite emotional. And so I, I want to make people feel good. That is my passion in life is to make you excited and get you excited about doing big, bad, bold things. Right? So that's why I'm inviting you to take your personal experience, hear it, sit with it, write it out. Just try and uncover it. Don't just be like, oh, fear of judgment. Yeah, I'll just post the thing. I'll be fine. Like dig a little deeper, uncover it, discover it. Right. So I'm just going to go over these three again. And then I've gone way over the Monday Munchies time. It's usually about 20 minutes, but we're hitting 31. But I've loved, loved talking to you today because I, I hope that it has helped you maybe look at these uh, things in a different way. So it's all about being those those core fears that might be holding you back in business. So it's that fear of failure. So I have invited you to get a piece of paper and write these down, but then look deeper, go deeper. So that fear of failure, I want you to write down what do you fear the most? Get it out. Like just like no one's watching, get it out. Then look at it and be like, why do I feel that way? Why do I feel that failure? And if you can think of a story or a time, amazing write that down too, and then start to reframe the conversation in your mind to ensure that it is a far more positive experience, that you are retraining your mind to celebrate yourself, to know that failure is a really freaking great lesson in life. And you're going to learn something awesome and come out far better from it. Then there is the fear of rejection. So this is that fear of, for me, certainly this may be the same for you, of wanting to be loved, wanting to be liked, wanting to give people some inspiration, some sprinkles of joy, that fear of people going like, yeah, but you're not my person. I mean, that's cool. I don't, I'm clearly, I'm very, very aware. I'm not everybody's taste. I'm okay with that, but I'm not okay with when I put my heart and soul into something and then I get rejected because that becomes personal. And that's where I've really had to work on the fact that it's not personal. It's just facts. It's just life. It's business. That's cool. We move on. And then there's this big one around the fear of judgment and where that comes from and what circumstance in your life may have happened that has got you to a place of you think people are judging you. Where does that come from and how can we reframe that conversation so that we have less fear around showing up, less fear around doing the things that we are so 
passionate about that we are put on this planet to do. And that is to grow amazing businesses and change lives. So my beautiful, wonderful soul, please, 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 if you have enjoyed this episode, screenshot it, share it on your socials, head to the show notes for all the links that you are going to need today. Uh, please follow along at The Readypreneur on Instagram and at Kristen Winner Coach on TikTok. I would love to see you. Drop me DMs at any time. I absolutely love that. And please, I ask you, if you would not mind, it would mean the absolute world to me. And look, this is my fear of rejection coming up, guys. I'm kidding, but I'm also not. Um, please subscribe and leave a little review because reviews are game changers in the podcasting world. And I would love to see, read your reviews and give you a little shout out on the podcast and certainly in my socials. But that is me for today. So my wonderful, beautiful soul, have a lovely week. And I hope that this one has helped you today. Kick imposter syndrome in the butt. All right. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.